0: The following episode was recorded before the WGA SAG-AFTRA strikes of 2023.
2: When the war broke out in Ukraine last year, I, like most of the world, felt completely overwhelmed and concerned for the fact that at this point in our civilization, we were so willing to start killing each other again. I was concerned about the people of Ukraine, certainly And concerned about this terror that putin was raining down on this country so my organization six degrees held a fundraising event at a brewery in dc it was kind of an inspirational place because it was a restaurant that was owned by russians and had ukrainian employees and they felt the need to stand up for their employees and for the people of ukraine and so we played an impromptu show with our band the bacon brothers and it was a it was a great day so in today's episode i had the chance to sit down with a father and a son maxim chimerkovsky is known for his moves on dancing with the stars but more than that he and his dad are the founders of an organization that is providing much needed aid to those most affected by the war in ukraine and now a year later their organization is more critical than ever this is why we do what we do so lean in i'm really glad you're here well folks we literally have a star an actual dancing with the stars star here today on the podcast thank you so much for being here maxim Chermakovsky. welcome to the show
3: Appreciate it. Thank you. I can't believe you call me a star. I will oh. take that, and I hope this is recorded. So, well, absolutely. <laughs> before...
2: <laughs> I mean, this is the this is the amazing thing about you is that it's it's one thing. I mean, the whole idea of that the, of that show, right, is that you bring stars on, and 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 that you know the. But when you 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 took that and, and turned you turned yourself, you, you're the you're the story there. You're the you're the draw. It's a it's it's a fantastic accomplishment.
3: I appreciate it. I think it's a, it was unfair to the celebrities when the show came out and, and it became a success. Uh, it turned into Max, this guy, being on TV consecutively for 17 seasons <laughs> where celebrity comes in for one at a time. And I feel like it, it wasn't something that I was reaching or striving for. I never came to Hollywood with the uh, intention of being in Hollywood. I came because I was a dancer and there was a dance job that I was invited to do. Um, so here we are, almost what is it? Twenty? Jeez, almost twenty years
2: later. That's and, amazing. Uh, That's amazing, yeah. man. But listen, let me tell you, I'm sorry you feel bad for the celebrities, but the celebrities can handle it.
4: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they can. Don't feel As they can.
2: Don't feel too bad. You know, we all have our path to take in in this business. It's a it's a tough business. It's a tough business to be an actor. It's got to be a really tough business to be a dancer. I mean tell me what you uh h- how did you um find yourself in in I mean, go, let's go back to uh, um to to your childhood and to the first time you started to dance i'm really fascinated in that journey
3: i mean i i it's a it's a great story uh but uh, but it's not an individual story and maybe you'll tell that towards the end of our conversation is that you know, I'm that guy, you know, with that type of family. I have that type of upbringing. You know, it's not a stardom thing. It's not a, you know, I can sound and look, however, you know, TV may present me, but, you know, we grew up very normal, you know, let's call it that. I am Uh from Odessa, Ukraine. I Mm -hmm. I was born in 1980 and uh, I was born to two very regular Soviet Union young parents. And, uh, they were both nineteen at the time. Wow didn't know didn't know what to do with me. I guess uh, <laughs> I, I keep saying it to my parents, but mom keeps denying. She's like, "No, we had a plan." Uh, but no, they honestly, dis- they, they just said they followed very simple formula. If you limit child's free time, he probably will get in less trouble. And so, at four years old, I was, you know, given into the what was called school of aesthetic education, and uh, okay. it was about growing up. Uh, a nice boy, you know, a little prince, little princess. And, huh. um, as part of it was ballroom dancing, but it was at that time, the first ah. time a ballroom danced For like yeah, manners,
2: was... like you learn manners, you learn ballroom dancing. It's kind of like a exactly. uh, little, little princess and princess and, and white gloves and that kind of stuff. I get it. Were, were exactly. your parents, were they artists or dancers themselves? No, not at all.
3: Absolutely zero. As a matter of fact, it's so funny that we, we're having this conversation, but my mom actually had her first dance competition last night. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so well,
4: it's a long story. Too, Where but, can I see that? <laughs> but,
3: <laughs> you know, all these years later. So, so my, just a quick version is that, you know, shortly after I joined this sort of overall academy, um, you know, and then eventually at five years old, I went to school, uh, and, You know i i believe now what i know now is that there was you know boys have always been in shortage in short supply especially in ballroom dancing because girls want to do it boys want to do other things so you know i was picked out of a class a group of us somebody walked in and said how about this one that one and that one and they literally selected five boys and we were being in and our parents were offered hey why don't they join actual ballroom dance school and learn ballroom dancing Okay. And my parents said sure. And the next thing I know, I am, you know, 20 years old. I'm in United States. We've immigrated. I am representing US. Yeah, I'm a world finalist, so on and so forth. So that journey was was crazy, but I never uh had aspirations of being a dancer. I never wanted to be a dancer. I still kind of confused why I've been dancing for the last thirty six (laughs) years. I ended up wanting to be or uh, finding a sh- small window of passion in chemistry and biology. However, when we immigrated to US and I grew up in Brooklyn, New York since the 90s, when it was time to go to university, I had a choice to make. So uh-huh. I went to university for one year uh-huh. and realized that I have a career opportunity right here, you know, in dance. And and, and at that time I was already, you know, a high Ranked dance professional in the world as well. So I I chose.
2: Yeah, that's my question: is that if you're, you know, if you're an actor, I guess you're shooting for an Oscar or something like that. I'm still shooting, right? Um, and (laughs) (laughs) uh, but if you're a dancer, a ballroom dancer specifically, what what is the what's the what's the thing you're shooting for? And and it and can you? I'm I'm sure you do great on um you know, uh, uh, dance with the stars, but is there a way to make a living as a ballroom dancer?
3: I mean, it's you're just leading me into a perfect sort of path of my life. Uh, but yeah, that was our reality. First of all, we have a circuit, a ballroom dance circuit. Uh, it's the same as tennis or figure skating, if you will. Uh, mine is the Olympics and high paychecks. Uh, but I have. You know, we were saying this a long time when, 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 when dancing with the star just started, and all these red carpets and these interviews and Who are you? When, where are you from? Um, we were laughing. I was signing autographs in Germany and Asia, in you know Europe and Asia, uh, where it's been popular all all these years since we were seventeen. You know, so um, well wow. We, you know, I we have a ranking system. Um, I, I, I was in. 72 countries uh, participating in the world ballroom circuit, if you will, federation. Mm In the 90s, when I immigrated with my family in 94, and at that time, United States was very slow and small, very, very small participant in the world ballroom dancing. Um, They had virtually no children dancing, so there would be no adults coming out. And with my wave of immigration, specifically me i opened my first dance studio when i was 17 so just a few years later we spent the late 90s building the ballroom uh community here in the united states consisting of us the kids and the youth coming up and so uh it's very interesting because when dancing with the stars came to us again ballroom was an unknown sort of underground circuit i didn't want to do the show I was what you said, you know, hmm. I was this, this sort of like blind zone and I was going for a world championship, uh, title, uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. and, and, at in 90, what is it? 2005, 2006, when you were, when dancing with the stars came to us at that time, at the end of my, what ended up being at the end of my career at that time, I didn't know that I was never going to come back, but I joined dancing with the stars being ranked fourth in us, uh, served sort of first in us. and top six in the world in mm-hmm. professional Latin American dancing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: that's it. That's the end of my wow. story. So wow. I've been everywhere in the world. I competed everywhere. I mostly since the, since 94, I represented United States. I carried the flag. My brother is my student. He's six years younger. Huh.
2: How At many, how you, many, was, how many siblings, how many siblings do you have? That's it. Just that's your, it. your brother. Uh, and you brought How? what's, what's the age difference? six years he's six six years years younger okay he actually
3: also you know continued the chmikovsky tradition of dancing with the stars uh after he retired from his competitive career also in between in 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 his mid-20s he joined dancing with the stars and uh he is actually right now currently with my wife uh, rehearsing for the finale of Ongoing season 31 of Dancing with the Stars.
2: Oh, okay. So your wife, wa- so your wife is, your wife is a dancer.
3: <laughs> my wife is a dancer, her name is Peter Murgatroyd. She's also, uh, someone I met on Broadway and she's been Dancing with the Stars professional for the last 10 plus years. Let and me ask my you a question. My brother's Go- wife is also Dancing with the Stars professional, oh, Jenna. So, so
2: it's so interesting to me that it's a, uh, <laughs> that it's a family tradition, but that, but the tradition now starts with you you know it's interesting right. because in, in my family one uh, the gen- the generation that i'm in the generation before mine had absolutely no actors no musicians no artists and then all of a sudden one generation down my cousins are actors directors uh, my brothers are musicians like this, like there's tons of us And then it continued down, but it started like at that moment. And I think that's such an interesting thing because generally, you know, in, in the, in the world, you, you kind of think of apprenticeships being handed down and also a lot of people talk. And I think sometimes, uh, I think this is thrown around a little bit too much where they say, well, it's in your blood, you know, it's in your blood, it's in your blood. But I mean, you're a good example of, no, it's in the work, it's in the work that you put in, not, not in whatever you know, you have, uh, given, you've gotten from your parents. It's, it's the, it's the parental focus on how hard this work is going to be. I would say it's,
3: it's a lot of leadership, uh, starting with your parents, you know, and it's a lot of, um, commitment, you know, to the All family, right. uh, a lot of people in the last some years, let's not dwell, but, you know, I think that, you know, family went away from being super involved with one another to kind of like you know here's how you should be as a child here's how i should be as a parent that's you know it's kind of like these blanketed statements right so my Uh parents were were not like i don't think they were like everyone else i think they were just very specific because they gave it their all uh and 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 i want to be that parent uh and i feel like i wanted to say when you were saying about you know the generation that becomes artists and and goes into the that generate in in that direction you know those things happen in good times you know and and again reason for this conversation is unfortunately a very bad situation uh and and that's the region ukraine at that time in the mid 90s where my parents made a decision to take my brother and i at that time i was 14 and he was eight Mm -hmm. to the place where there would be enough stability where they can become something else and 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 the opportunities have become for me and my brother to make a lot of money to be successful to provide foundation uh, you know at one point i i was the the breadwinner in the entire family hmm. and that was and and we were happy about that because there was a huge opportunity here so you know i think that it goes to show that you know, I, I'm, I'm, I would, I would, I'm always uh, indebted, indebted to my parents. No matter what, I'm 42 now, and my own family, but I will always be indebted to my parents. And I always say that my accomplishments are mostly my parents, uh, you know, uh, doing. My son, my kid's accomplishment, I will take credit for. You know, because I'm giving all of mine to to my parents.
2: Let me ask you a question. I want to get, I'm going to get to Ukraine and the work that you're doing, which is, you know, spectacular, but, uh, um, I have two, two questions. One is you have a son. I was going to ask you, uh, and what happened? How old is your son? He's turning six in January. Six. Almost. What happens if he says to you, you know what, dad, I really don't want to dance. He already did. Oh, okay. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
3: he already did we started him young at three years old we gave him mm. into uh our friends here in hollywood that have a dance studio because number one i will never be a coach to my children i am i've been a coach good to idea. a lot of kids good idea i will never i want to be i want to be the, the and i will never be the parent on the sideline like yelling i will be the guy in the back watching the teacher teaching my kids because i know you know, how to kind of see that. But uh, between dance and soccer, we again, we follow the same formula my parents did. He's in dance, soccer, karate, some, yeah. you know, great school. We have tutors coming home. You know, I want him to be at the time when he's the most able to, in, you know, kind of like take in information. Sure. Yeah. Give it to him, give him all the information that I can give. But I did ask him one time and said, hey, you know, we're driving. I'm like, what do you what do you if like? If. He said, Papa, I really don't like dancing. I'm like, <laughs> let me ask you a different question. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you, you are great at dance, you're great at karate, you're great at this. Out of everything, if you could, he's into me he's like, Papa, I don't want to dance. Like I just don't like dancing. Can I like, just you tell know you
2: what? My daughter told me the same thing. And now she's doing very, very well as an actress. So And, and it, you but- know
3: what I said? I said I'm just gonna stop asking you at the moment. You
2: know what I'm saying? She's yeah, like, "Yeah, okay. that's great." So he
3: knows he knows that we Good have dance on Saturdays, and for now, I'll take it.
2: Good for you, but it sounds yeah. like you've got a very healthy approach to that those kinds of things. Because I, I agree with you. I, I've never been the kind of. Who would sit there and scream at a kid because he just struck out? You know, I mean, I, I just that's just not not my thing. By the way, speaking of which, are, do you do other uh, af- things athletically? I mean, are you are you do any play any sports or anything? I
3: every sport, but not obviously on a professional level, which I wish I would at this point. But, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, paychecks are different but no i am I'm, I'm i'm in the gym almost every day like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to lead by example uh again at for a professional dancer who can still get up and do an hour and a half two act you know live performance um I'm, I'm an anomaly you know at my age 42 years old you know i retired from competitive ballroom dancing at 25. so i retired so mm-hmm. that goes to show where careers are and how we are you know mm-hmm. how we do this I'm trying to at the very least do that for as uh-huh. long as I can. So and the joints you know, the
2: joints are good, the 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 everything's yeah, everything's feeling okay.
3: <laughs> everything's real. I like
2: I yeah. said, my chemistry
3: and biology is my my passion. Oh, I dabble that's right. in yeah. right. in regenerative medicine, in, mm-hmm. in you know, things that LeBron James and Tom Brady are still on. I'm I'm the guy who's gonna do that in dance. That's mm-hmm. what I
4: believe.
5: your perfect home sweet
2: home well I want to get to uh, Ukraine which is your home country now you were there when the war broke out is that correct this is what, what I've been told right t- uh, take 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 me through that I mean of uh, uh, first off uh, how did you just happen to be there and also I just I, I, I can't imagine what that must have been like
3: um about eleven years ago, um, I was deep in Dancing with the Stars career and here in US, and <clears throat> and I have not been back to Ukraine uh, by that time for about thirteen years. Um, we, um, I just got an offer for to be the Ukrainian Bachelor. The show was coming to <laughs> okay. Ukraine. And they kind of like went around the globe and they needed probably representative that's both bilingual and very Mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, kind of that type of figure. Mm -hmm. Um, I said no so many times. It was crazy. And they finally said, you know what, we're going to fly out and meet with you and talk to you in person. And uh, these two ladies came out, a producer. You're the
2: guy. They were like, you're the guy. You can't say (laughs) no. We're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. (laughs) They told me, they told me different. They said, you know the situation
3: currently in that part of the world is that you know the the 25 women to one man is pretty relevant okay. and what that gives men is the upper you know men are sort of like they have the opportunities rights whatever you want to call it but they allow themselves certain ways with women that women allow because there's no other choice uh-huh. and uh you know raise a hand, that type of stuff. And, and so what they wanted is they wanted someone who's us, but with outside perspectives and they wanted a knight in shining armor to come and show (laughs) these (laughs) women that there are men that aren't like that. And at that moment, I was mm -hmm. like, I'm your guy. (laughs) No pressure. That's no
2: pressure at all. No pressure at all. I grabbed
3: that flag and I was like, I'm in, show me what my horse is. So. Wow. I was 100% committed to an opportunity like that. Uh, the first minute of our first episode, the first, sh- you know, filming, I realized it was an horrible mistake. I mean, I made a horrible decision. This is not me <laughs> and this is terrible, but I was really committed. So, you know, I, I kept my, my TV career while I was building stuff here in us. Um, I kept my TV career in Ukraine for the last 10 years plus. And in the last, but then 2014 and onwards, things have changed and I had no idea why because I was already over, not already, because I was here uh-huh. and like the rest of us, we were too far away from that uh, beginning conflict to give it any bit more attention than, than the rest of the world did, right? And so. Mm-hmm cut to i made some arrangements and it was amazing because i met some people and you know my career took off in ukraine and right before the war began last year uh fall season i was a judge on dancing with the stars in ukraine on one channel and uh in january february we were filming um a tv show called world of dance when i was also a judge so you were know, you
2: living I- in ukraine full-time or will you go back and forth I live in Malibu full time with my okay. with my
3: family. So okay. you know, this was just post pandemic, coming out of it. The opportunities were scarce, and and mm-hmm. I had a an incredible one. So um, I took it. It was very hard because again, the distances are crazy. Yeah, uh, wow. but but it was it was amazing. And uh, in February, I was just waking up to go film. Um, I wasn't waking up. I would have woken up, but I was waking up at five a.m. and my friend, who's a TV personality in Ukraine as well, who's my friend from a long time ago, and it was that call. It's like, hey, just don't panic, but get up, just pack your bags. And then I'm getting bumps as I'm saying this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's 5 a.m. It's like, the war has begun, but don't panic like this. like I'm like, wait, what? Wow. And, and, wow. and the next thing I heard is the sirens. And then I was like, this was just sheer panic. So I spent Did you know days. that this was
2: a possibility? Was it? Was it? Was it in on on the top of people's minds um, that this this could this could happen any day now?
3: Absolutely. I uh-huh. mean, the, it, it was both. It was both. It was an eerie calm and sensation uh-huh. that the entire country was saying, "Look, we are in this sort of brewing moment for the last eight years. Right? It's been since 2014 initial." onslaught. And then when, 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 you know, Putin came in and grabbed Crimea and part of the Eastern Ukraine.
2: Right. Eastern Ukraine. Yeah.
3: And, and that was confusing for everybody, you know, and then after that, it was a long period of that. And mm-hmm. so it never, it, nobody knew when it was going to begin. A lot of people knew it was going to happen, but when I was coming, coming, as a matter of fact, I was for, on, on February 14th for Valentine's day, I was here, I was in the U.S., and my wife went in tears. She was driving me to the airport on February 20th to fly to Ukraine when already all the Russian troops were already being accumulated. Wow. And and I still, but on the way to the airport, I'm like, guys, look, I I need, you know, I spoke to my management in Ukraine. I was like, are you sure? We had the network executives, you know, second ownership, blah, 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 call say, hey, anything go down. You're the first person, you know, to the airport on a plane. You out. <laughs> we all know how that did not happen. So
2: right, you right. know. So so was there like a moment when you realized that the, that the situation was as dire as it was?
3: Yeah, as soon as the five o'clock in the morning happened,
2: the sirens, sirens,
3: yeah. siren, siren. and then you know. So I, did you try I, to evacuate after that point? I mean, did you? Uh 100%.
2: And what were the, what were the options? There were no options, I guess.
3: There were no options because Mm -hmm. I packed my bags and I was, you know, I, I, I had communicated with my manager who, you know, who has two kids of her own. And in that communication, I realized that I'm on my own, not just with my management or. You know, but also executives of the network, also my PA from the show, also mm-hmm. I cannot call these people because these people have a war to deal with. Right. I have a fam, I have a house, I have a home. I'm not from here. I'm an American citizen. I have my ticket out. Right. Maybe not now. Maybe I gotta find it. Maybe I gotta find the way. But I was okay. I my family wasn't here, so I realized that regardless of what anyone wants to do for me they should be focusing on themselves so i grabbed my backpack and i spent eight days in a in a different place uh adjacent to some more safer you know i was safe Mm -hmm. uh, until i wasn't and that group of people told me you have to go they put me on a train uh because i was an american citizen i was allowed to just get out uh but i was on a train that was ninety nine percent women and children, mm-hmm. so it was a it was a
4: wild wild situation. I and saw everything with my eyes. And where yeah. did the train go? Where did the train go?
3: Well, th- it was there was a very hectic moment because um, I was given I was I was given into someone's care and said and they and they told that man they're like, hey, you have to get him to the to the train station and make uh-huh. sure he's on the train. Uh-huh. Well, that that gentleman did not want to do it because it was past; it would have been past curf uh, curfew time, and he wouldn't be able to get home. So I and and obviously I speak both languages, so I'm I'm, I'm hearing what he's talking to his you know people in charge. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna drop him off and I'll be out." Uh-huh. And so there was like you know palm sweaty kind of situation, but I got shoved into the train, and uh, it was at that time was like. Where do you want to go? And I was just trying to go west. So right. I was trying to get okay. to the city called Lviv. And after that, worked something out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an um, announcement. Somebody came in, said there's a train to Warsaw. And I was like, I'm in, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere.
2: Obviously, I can just go. Mm-hmm. That's how I ended up in Poland. <laughs> oh, okay, you ended up in Poland. Wow, that is a terrifying, terrifying story. And um, we all know uh, how long this has gone on and, uh, the terrible, uh, tragedy of that war. But to be there, your connections, you know, being an American in that situation, did you ever feel like that you could possibly be specifically targeted based on being such a high profile, um, you know, American, Ukrainian, Ukrainian, American there, or was it just kind of all
1: out bedlam? uh, (laughs)
2: I think
3: that I drew attention when I started posting things on my social media, <clears> uh-huh. <Right. clears throat> and I, I know I drew attention because we all see the social media numbers that, that they show to us.
2: Sure, right. I, and- I
3: went from like some couple of thousand likes to, you know, half a million people tuning in, literally tuning in. Um, I realized that much later, I didn't even think of that, but I landed back in the US and on day two, I got an anonymous phone call from some gentleman who I met maybe a decade ago who happened to be uh as he said and i again i don't this i don't even know his name but somebody just called me it's like hey we met long time ago uh i want to tell you that i'm an ex-military but i still have my connections and i just want you to be very careful because you're on a putin's list like my friend i don't know what to do with this information wow i am i, I got a lot to process and mm. i just want to go back to my family so yeah. But that's one that, of those pieces of to,
2: information that you're like, did I really need to know that? You know, cause like you said it, it's like, what, 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 what am I supposed to do about with that piece of information?
3: Well, that, that was my thing is that <clears throat> that happened literally as soon as I landed back in U S uh, which was, uh, you know, what is the beginning of March now? Mm-hmm. And you know, what I realized is, is I had a lot of PTSD to deal with. Like I, you know, I'm a strong, I'm a strong Brooklyn raised man. You know us, you know, we don't want to talk about weaknesses. You know, we don't Mm want to talk about, you know, some things that are going on in here that you can't understand and you're reacting to. And it took until I asked my wife, I woke up and I'm like, as I'm waking up, I'm like, why am I sad? Like nothing happened yet today for me to be sad. And she's like, because you're depressed. You know, and I'm like, what is that? Th- that's some word that like mm. someone else. It's not me. Mm. I'm I'm like, I'm gonna go to the gym. I'll push it out, and we'll mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so no, I had a lot of that to deal with. The wow. problem is that at the same time is when, you know, my dad uh, here and my, uh, my my parents, everybody involved, just started doing crazy things with the, with our foundation.
5: Your perfect home sweet home.
0: If you are inspired by today's episode, please join us in supporting sixdegrees.org by texting the word bacon to 707070. Your gift empowers us to continue to produce programs that highlight the incredible work of everyday heroes while also enabling us to provide essential resources to those that need it the most. Once again, text B A C O N to 707070 or visit sixdegrees.org to learn more.
2: You started this this organization based on, on your experience and your ties to Ukraine called Baranova 27. And we have an actual member of your family here to talk about it. This is the first time we've ever had a, a member of a family. So we wanna welcome Sasha. To the show, uh, hey! Thanks for joining us.
4: Hi, guys. So you're in you're in Manhattan. Yes, it's uh, actually Jersey City. Oh, in Jersey it's, City. It's okay, an, uh, it's across Manhattan. It's beautiful. So tell us, tell us what 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 is Baranova 27? Uh, Baranova 27. It's uh, first of all, it's the uh, name of the street and address in Odessa that I grew up, was born and grew up. And mm-hmm. Max and Val uh, was born and grew up. Uh, as well, uh, and uh, it's, uh, when when war in Ukraine started on uh, February 24th, that the first, the name of the organization immediately came to our mind, like, it should be like, Baranova 27. It's very, it's very known for Ukrainian, and for people from Ukraine, the edges, and uh, that's how we started, and we wanted to use, the simple mission that we had in our mind was to help. We didn't know how. By the way, when we started, we had no idea, we had no clue. But we knew uh, that we wanted to help. No matter how, no matter what to send, how to send, where we're we gonna get money, how we're we gonna get money. We just want to help, to help to create And that's it. That was only, that was only the, the mission. It was the only the point.
2: You know, that's a, I mean, I, you bring up something really interesting, which is, yeah, you wanted to help, but you didn't need to help. Do you know what I mean? What's the thing that makes you feel that way? Because it would be very easy. You're in the States. You've lived in the States for a really long time. You're safe. You're secure to, to make, to, 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 to look at a situation and say, I can't just stand by and, and keep living my life. I have to do something. I don't know what some, what that something is, but I have to do something. What is it that you, th- what do you think is it
4: that m- makes you feel that way? The, first of all, I need to tell, uh, that to be honest, completely, uh, we're here 28 years, I never want to be back to Ukraine for this 28 years, never. I didn't yeah. have that, that in my, it's answering plan your question. I it's never been like, oh. I have uh, some depression. I have a nostalgia. I have just, I'm missing my friends or my city. No, never. I just consider myself as American, even though it might sound a little bit pathetic. But yes, I consider myself as Ukrainian American. And I will fight for this country. Ukraine, yes, my roots, it's my homeland. But for 28 years, I never wanted to go back to Ukraine. I was in Ukraine one time with Max when there was a uh, popular on Dancing with the Stars, I didn't want him to go back himself. That's all. That was only the reason I came back to Ukraine one time. But when war started and I see Max trapped in Kiev and literally with her eyes, with the tears, and my wife even leave all these five days, I was, my, 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 my heart, my blood, everything was boiling. It was a different feelings. Mm-hmm. It's still not my war telling it to everyone, it's not my war, but I feel the pain through Max at the beginning, and that was the reason why we just put all effort, everything that we could, to help Ukrainian. I'm
2: assuming there still must be some family over there, though, or friends, or, old or, or friends? It's old very,
4: friends. it's friends sometimes. Uh-huh. Max mm-hmm. has more people in Ukraine right than me, but like mm-hmm. He has more friends than I do. Uh, I have some family member, not direct family, but like second cousins. So how would
2: you describe the mission of Baranova 27? And, and what are the, what are the nuts and bolts of how, how it works for people that don't
4: know? The, the mission of particularly this organization, because again, they're the help It's such a wide specter of how we can help the Ukrainian, right? In order for us to not go left or right to cover many, many areas, we cannot, we cannot. We're not billionaires, we cannot cover a lot. We try to concentrate our effort on two things, on actually one thing. First, we started from sending the help, sending the goods, from first aid, military equipment, to the baby formula. We saw we sent close to half million, Half million pounds of goods from New Jersey Fort Lee to Ukraine, and these were it's donations.
2: Important. People, people who donated. Is that is that just people bringing goods, uh, whatever, yes. whatever they, whatever we, you could use, they would bring it and donate. In, in in Fort Lee, we
4: said Amazon. We said Amazon. Oh, Amazon! Amazon I see. Uh, okay, Amazon Drive.
3: I was going to say that immediately there was a huge rush of people trying to help and everybody's asking, what do I do? What do I go? And that's also why we're like, we'll bring it to us. We'll take care of it. And then we ended up with hundred people volunteering every single day, coming to location that my dad organized. And he would organize volunteers to do the job, to pack, to ship, to do all the stuff. So, you know, uh, and then we impl- implemented like what he said, Amazon Registry. So we would just put lists and keep updating the lists and have people. I see. I uh, see. Donate that way.
2: I At see. I didn't even 200. realize that you. I I, I I'm, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. I I I, I didn't even realize that that was a a possibility on Amazon. So that's a that's that's super cool, and I think it's important for people to know that that you can go onto Amazon and find your Baranova twenty seven Registry, almost like a wedding, right? Like a whatever right? the, yeah. a list of things it's that Amazon you need, it's and two, you two hundred items. Right. Ah, that's a two hundred it items. Okay,
4: two hundred close to plus two hundred items from a set, as I said, from uh, bulletproof, bulletproof vest to baby formal. And does you know Amazon I mean? deliver
2: it, or do you? Do they deliver yes, to you? Yes. So they deliver they directly. To,
4: no, no, no. They deliver to us. In Fort Lee. we we uh-huh. set the production, it was warehouse five thousand uh-huh. square feet in the primary real estate very <laughs> <it's laughs> important the right. landlord of Fort week the navy that space was oh, free wow. free of rent it was for six months for five months even it was full full production with the mm-hmm. snack set over hundred volunteers came as a work and we're full production. Amazing uh, we started from that we sent as I said close to half million pounds of goods. <laughs> And then, during this time, we started to think, what would be more tangible? Because again, hundreds, thousands of people sent stuff to Ukraine. It's, they have everything. They do have baby formula, I'm sure. But what they don't have, they don't have, especially now, they don't have a place to live for displaced Ukrainians. People who still in Ukraine, but unfortunately needed to be displaced or relocated from the West, from East of Ukraine to the West of Ukraine, or anywhere else within Ukraine. That was our main concern during this time, to help these people to bring the housing, to build the housing for these displaced people. That's why we flew to Turkey, we found the manufacturer in Turkey, and we ordered first 10 uh, module, modules houses. Modules, houses, Wow! like, yes, like a container that being it's a gold cool flat pack we bought them for our own money we collect this money through gofundme mm-hmm. it was another story we started gofundme from day one and that's mm-hmm. how we made collect this money we collect close to half million dollars most of this money went to their shipping to their goods, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the remaining money went to the first village called baranova 27 village 10 houses been built in the region. It's in West Ukraine for 40 people. I flew there secretly in June for the grand opening. Nobody knew, even my family, Max didn't know that I flew there. <laughs> oh wow. I called them from the from the border. I texted them and said, guys, I'm sorry. I apologize, I didn't let you know. I know that it's bad, but I'm in Ukraine. It was a pause and then it was bombarding me how very you are I'm a, I am just to not let them know about it. But, but that's, uh, that's amazing. So a-
2: is that, is that uh, moving forward? Is that really what you're focused on is the, is the, is the, is the housing? I mean, it's, uh, I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we, I want to make sure that people know how they can help out, um, this effort. Uh, we want it- to just,
3: I want to clarify that, you know, when I came out of Ukraine and our foundation was already on full, full scale production in New Jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. We've re- quickly realized that this full-scale production is going to be hard to keep because people are going to be fatigued, and which is what we saw. We saw eventually that we were right, and people fatigued from donating ten dollars at a time or buying this sock or do, you know, it was hard. And then summer came, and sort of people relaxed a little bit. But what we were doing is we 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 saw while I was in Poland and I was trying to help with logistics the chain of logistics. you I was overseeing how our goods are going to be received in Poland and how they're going to continue being transferred. Uh, What we saw, we got a request from an orphanage where they collected 200 orphans from east of Ukraine and those bombarded cities, and they moved them to the west of Ukraine. And when I got this request by virtue of my friends who started to you know, text, and this was a huge underground network of people reaching out what they need, and we would then find someone in Ukraine who can then deliver that outside of what Barnova was doing. You know, we were doing a lot of things too. So we got this request, and I was in Przemysl at that time, which was near border town, and what they said is that there's 200 children of various ages, this plus their handlers. And they're in that space. And I'm like, well, what is that space? That space was a, a like a summer camp that was supposed to be up for demolition. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what did they have in that space? They have a kitchen. I'm like, great. But what else? And then they showed me pictures because what we did with Burnova is we, you know, I literally I just went to supermarket in Poland and I and I got a U-Haul truck and I bought like two and a half thousand dollars worth of just food, supplies, you know, goods, oils and all that. So we Mm -hmm. went, we we started supplying it and then we got the pictures and the pictures showed that this is not a livable building. There's no like working heat and all that stuff. Going into the summer was okay, but what are they going to do later? So that's when we realized that people in Ukraine, not the ones that went to European countries and are being placed in families, right? But the people in Ukraine with no electricity, no heat, especially now when we're seeing what was what's happening, the infrastructure is being destroyed, those people need a place to live and rebuild and help. And so what we're focused on is helping people inside Ukraine stay inside Ukraine. Gotcha. So that they continue helping Ukraine from the within and not, you know, be
2: refugees somewhere else. Gotcha. Wow. I mean, it's incredibly impressive, uh, what, what you guys have done and Sasha, you know, I, 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 I heard quite a bit from Max about you, you, you and, uh, and, uh, you know, his mom and, and, and the way that he was raised and he, he gives you a lot of props. I don't know if he tells you to your face, but he gives you a lot of, he gives you a lot of props for, for what's happened with him. how, how how do you feel about hi, him and his his success and what what he's accomplished um, just as as a father as uh, not not only in the in the world of of dance but also in, in 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 this kind of laying this foundation for having having a sense of
4: giving back. Uh, I need to yes, what Max said. You said that Max told you me a lot of props. We normally give a props to each other, through other people, to the third party. <laughs> it's, it's really, rarely really happened. It's really happened that we say to each other face, okay, I love you. Or oh, that I love you. I just enjoy being with you. Oh, that I enjoying being with you. I respect you. And oh, I enjoying being, respecting you. Right. We almost, all, all the time, agree for me, and I get this critics and I just criticize myself, but for me, I just rather tell some bartender oh this is my (laughs) son tell him that i love him you know what i mean and sometimes it happens from the opposite side as well but what i can say i'm very proud of max uh i'm very proud of everything that he did before before ukraine when he was 16 17 years old uh young adult who didn't know what he was but he started to Help to teach in Rising Star Dance Academy to help the family to 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 survive in the United States back in nineteen ninety eight, right? It was nineteen ninety seven. Uh and through all these years, he sacrificed at that point, he sacrificed his dance career just to help and that's cool that I'm not a dancer. I couldn't just replace him. I'm just and do a lot of other stuff, but not to teach dance. Uh, it was his beginning. And that throughout all these years, even being successful investing with the stars, he always helped other people. And I would say hundreds, hundreds of people right now in LA, still in that business, there'd been people who he brought there and he helped them to establish, helped them to settle, he helped them with advices and everything, and still helped them. And when war started, it was his heart who just kept him here. He didn't want, we asked him to not go to Ukraine before war, because he could not easily not go there. And we want him to get out from Ukraine before February 24. And he said, no, guys, everything will be okay. I want to finish what I started here. Uh, I want to just continue to do, because I like these people, I respect that. Meaning, as a big card, and hopefully this card will stay big, and nothing hurt him that's what i wish him all the time that's um, beautiful man that's that is that is
2: beautiful and and uh you know uh i'm i'm glad that we could um have this podcast so that you could both know that you love each other <laughs> without without yeah, without, yeah. without yeah. hearing <laughs> it from a bartender just think of me as your bartender um (laughs) you know
3: i could see i could see us on a on a on a dr phil episode at this point like (laughs) you know just tell tell each other how you feel i i i just want to quickly add like that's 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 kind of us that's us in a nutshell and it's the entire family we you know we we come from such such humble beginnings and such normal regular way you know we're i'm i'm often confused with, with some celebrity from Los Angeles. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not, I'm never going to become one. Uh, I'm always that we don't have a problem saying, we love you. We know we love each other. We, we have that feeling. We, you know, we just don't act in the way that, 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 you know, we don't finish our phone. Cause okay. I love you dad. Bye. Right. Like we'll say each other when we see each other. But you know, this man is everything that, that I, I have become is because of him. And you know, our mom's nurturing and his his leadership. And it's always been that way. So, you know, the fact that we, my brother and I, you know, I, I don't see myself not doing stuff with my family. I don't see myself not uh, helping my family, but I also, I'm very proud of bringing my family with me to whatever I'm doing, because I know that this right here is, is going to be possible, that I'm going to be some celebrity face, you know, of some kind of, horrible situation and i know that my family will not only have my back but will continue my mission too because because it's real and so you know i love that it's this i love that i didn't have to go to a a corporation and 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 talk about hey let's, let's open a foundation so you know this is organic as we say nowadays in the business world this is this is something that you know resonates with people because this is organic and and as I said before, we're here for the long haul. You know, we, we're not here for a couple of months and then go on with life. We would love to go on with life. I would love for this to be over now, but when it's over, I'm going to go back to Ukraine anyway. You know, my dad's mm-hmm, going to continue, right. you know, continue building housing anyway. We're going to, you know, re re reposition ourselves to whatever we can do bigger on a bigger scale anyway. Uh, I think this is a, this is a lifetime connection and relationship at this point.
2: Well, I got to say you guys are, it, it, it's incredibly impressive to me. Um, the work that you're doing, uh, keep it up. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's so important and, um, I just, uh, I don't, I, I just, I really, I'm so grateful that, uh, both of you, uh, came on today and it was a fascinating conversation. Max, I'll give you a, uh, there's this, um, uh, Sasha, maybe you don't know this, but, uh, maybe neither one of you do. There's this dumb game called the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, where there's always a, a connection to me. It's somebody, I didn't make it up, somebody else did, but do you actually know, Max, our, our six degrees connection?
3: Uh, do I know what this is
2: or do I know our connection? Do you, do you know our connection? I didn't know. Okay, did we have so a we're connected by actually only two steps because I did a movie called "She's Having a Baby," and Kirstie right. Alley had a small yes. part, and she's having a baby, and you dance with Kirstie Alley. So there's I that Kirstie Alley twice. <laughs> okay, so maybe that doubles it. I don't. All cuts maybe. it in <laughs> half. I don't know. It's a dumb aside. Uh, and just one more question for you: Are you going to replace Len?
3: Oh, oh man if I'm I was dancing with be, the stars I mean if, come on you're the perfect you're the perfect guy right if I'm not me and I'm saying it about someone from a side I <laughs> would say that I am the best
4: candidate to replace somebody like that okay know, so you heard it here with... first folks
3: <laughs> 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 I would love to I would love to I would love that my my show to stay on on air forever. Honestly, I think Dancing in the Stars has been that thing that the entire generation, you know, we, we, we were the only show for a long time that, you know, three, four generations can watch together and be interested. Sure. Uh, So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of dancing in general. Like I said, our family pops is the witness yesterday. Our mom had our first, her first competition at ripe age of 63. That's awesome we're now waiting for my dad to join and maybe they'll do some couple dancing too but you know all right you never know
4: something to uh, look but, forward to but the last
3: thing i want to say thank you so much and and i i wouldn't be me and this wouldn't be our mission if i wouldn't direct people and say hey please follow us and find burnover 27 on whether it's social media uh we are barnover27.org in our website we are 501c3 nonprofit public charity. So you know that we're real and legit. And I want to tell people that it's very, very, very cold in Ukraine now, because there's no hidden electricity. So, you know, we are the vessel. You are the, you know, the 10 $15 donation. That's all I want.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, B-A-R-A-N-O-V-A 27. Check it out. There's a lot that you can do, and you can help the people of Ukraine. And uh, uh,
4: thank you both so much for being Appreciate here. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you to Elkanaz. Thank you, Appreciate what you. you do.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of 6 Degrees. And if you want to learn more about Baranova27 and all the work that Maxim and his father are up to, go to their website, at baranova27.org baranova27.org plus you can find all the links in our show notes and if you like what you hear make sure you subscribe to the show on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts see you next time
1: The
5: cat